Oh boy, this is going to be a great podcast, isn't it, Wit? Yep. It's Allie. And Whitney. It is the Popcast. How you doing? I'm <laughs> depressed now. If, Allie, if we could only hit record <laughs> on we have, what we have just been talking about for like the past 15 minutes and how our day is gone. But you know what? Hey, we, we bring you in midway. Exactly. It, Allie decided to pr- depress me and then go, okay, and then hit start. All I said was that sometimes the trajectory in our dating life almost starts like at grade school. <laughs> and then I told her a story from my grade school days about how I sent a note to a boy and asked her if he liked me. And he circled the or. <laughs> and she was like, oh, so since grade school, your, li- your relationship status has been, it's complicated. And I was like, thank you, Allie. <laughs> Why did you even give them the or option? That, that actually is because what surprises I, me. Why did you even... I wouldn't... I don't think I would have done because that. Because I write grammatically correct is why. I mean, beyond yes or no. Yes or no. You pick one. I didn't think or would be... It was understood that that was not an option. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that you put or as an option. <laughs> no. It was like, do you like me? Circle yes or no. And I put a yes... And I put a no, and he went up to the top and circled the or. Oh. In the sentence. Got it. Okay. Like, what? Yeah. I guess sometimes you do, like, maybe. If you were, like, super insecure like me. <laughs> you just circle both. Like, just one giant circle. Know. Like, you're playing mash. And just yeah. giant circle. But also, I was, like, you know, it's not like it's changed now. I was still the one that whenever, I, like, you know, the few times I got a note like that, I was like, ugh emotions no feelings emotions no no even then can we just can we just be friends yeah (laughs) it's already too far i don't like it i'm like in second grade i can't handle commitment yeah (laughs) i'm kind of a wanderlust kind of gal i just don't know if this is really gonna work for us on the playground Uh, but i'd still like to borrow your crayons is that cool yeah you still have really great colored pencils right but thanks. Uh, well, now that you have this amazing insight into our dating lives. <laughs> if you're everyone. single and ready to mingle. Welcome, everyone. Call 351-5252. Talk oh, to the circulation department. Oh, boy. <laughs> we have now officially made Karen mad. Yep. It's okay. Sorry, Karen. Sorry, Karen. We love you. <laughs> All right. So it is the podcast where we get together with you guys and... Um, apparently overshare and talk about dating yeah. hey why not we're you know we've been doing this for a while now so we feel comfortable with we, you we love you guys <laughs> but of course we also talk about the things that we talk about throughout the workday at our desks we have desks by each other so we talk about all kinds of random stuff so we figured why not get together once a week and chat with you guys about the same things yeah woohoo okay so I want to start with something. This is actually really interesting. Kind of want to dive into this. So Nicki Minaj has a few explanations for why her latest album did not debut at the top of the charts. Uh, This past month, Travis Scott and Minaj, they both released albums. But while Scott's Astroworld has the Billboard 200 chart number one spot, uh, her Nicki Minaj's album Queen debuted at number two. I mean, still not bad. Uh, but addressing the matter this past Sunday, uh, Nicki Minaj claimed that Scott's girlfriend, 
Kylie Jenner, who included a link to his Astroworld shop alongside an Instagram post saying she and the couple's daughter would be joining him on tour, was partly behind the success of his album and his sales. She said on Twitter, quote, I put my blood, sweat, and tears in writing a dope album only for Travis Scott to have Kylie Jenner post a tour pass telling people to come see her and Stormy, their daughter, laugh out loud. I'm actually laughing, Minaj wrote on Sunday. And then she also um, praised the success of her album, Queen, which broke broke the record of being number one in 86 countries, which is still, again, I'll say that's not good. something, that's not shabby. No, not at, not at all. Um, and she also said that she had spoken with Scott and that, quote, he knows he doesn't have the number one album in America. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Yeah, that's, that got a little messy quick. Oh. Just a little. And then she also said uh, uh, that uh, Spotify penalized her by taking away a promotion that they had promised for the first couple of days because she played her album 10 minutes early on her Apple Beats 1 radio show. So that was another sort of aspect of, I guess, her music possibly not being able to be heard she said quote my music went up on apple so i played it i assumed it was on spotify and title title which is jay-z's uh music streaming platform uh she said that spotify said that apple tweeted fans advising hashtag queen was up and therefore they had to teach me a lesson unquote Ooh. she's There's not so only kind of fighting here things. possibly yeah with uh travis scott but also with spotify yeah this it yeah, is not good. She also said that her label, quote, didn't want to defend me for fear of Spotify trying to teach Ariana Grande a lesson to Ariana Grande, who is her label mate and her album Sweetener, I believe, comes out next week. So, oh, OK, I was wondering why Ariana Grande was in this. Yeah. But however, the streaming service has denied Nicki Minaj's claims, arguing, arguing that they did support her release. So... I don't know what's going on. Also, uh, Minaj denied that she had uh, beef with Scott or with Jenner saying, quote, people are calling me thinking I'm huffing and puffing. Oh, my God, y'all. This is sarcasm slash dry humor. Yikes. I'm having the most iconic time. Come let me kiss you. She wrote, adding a series of kissy face emojis. Ugh. So I don't know if that was a little bit of damage control on of that end. Of course it was. Or... That was PR 101. Someone came to her, her publicist came to her and was like, you need to knock that off really quick. You are going to hurt yourself because you and I had this conversation and it was like last year's VMAs or something like that. She also went into a tizzy about how she wasn't even nominated for best album. Something, Whenever know. her last album dropped, she wasn't even nominated. And she yeah. was like, it's because I'm a woman and it's because of this and it's because of that. And she just came up with all these excuses. Like, I understand you want to defend the work that you've done. Oh, absolutely. But, you, I mean, you didn't win. You didn't. Yeah. I mean, why don't you take all of this ridiculous? That's the thing with celebrities that drives me nuts. Instead of taking all of this drama and all this pent-up anger or energy and putting it into Twitter where your publicist is going to have to, in a couple of days, do damage control for you, yeah. why don't you put that towards your tour or your next album or 
you know, something. something. I don't yeah. care. Write a children's book. I, I could care less. Put, yeah. it, put it someplace. Put all that energy into something different instead of painting yourself into this corner. Because now I feel like she's put herself in a place where if she doesn't get nominated or if she doesn't win. Or if it's not number one. Or if, yeah. It, or if it's not number one on the chart, she's going to be like, well, it's because of X, Y, Z. That's the only thing. Maybe you just don't have a number one album, Nicki Minaj. You know, and there are certain aspects of what she's saying, and we were talking about this the other day also, that she's not she's not wrong about some of this. And I know that it has oh. been difficult for her because, you know, being a female rapper, it isn't always the easiest thing to try to go up against the men or that different, you know, whether it's it's radio or the, the different streaming services or even award shows that they may not exactly necessarily give women the same due respect. And I was thinking a lot about how about the same time this was coming out, I saw um, someone tweet last week about how right now the country billboard charts, like the top 100 songs, with the exception of 14 songs, they're all men. And this is something that country music is also struggling with, I think, Mm -hmm. is, you know, there absolutely is a talent pool for both. There's no reason to not think that you can't have men and women both represented on the charts. Something you've also seen, I think, with a lot of women like Maren Morris, who originally is a country artist, she's like, well, I'm just going to do a song with Zed. Country Mm -hmm. isn't going to play my songs. I'm not getting what I want from country, so why not try to cross over? And I'm playing devil's advocate here. If we are screaming about equality in the music industry, we know that is just not, that is not a thing. Like, that's, I mean... And it never has been, unfortunately. No. However... If a male's album or song or whatever is legitimately better than the other, I think it should be above a woman. You should be on an equal playing field, not the church should be equal men and women because of their body parts that make them men and women. You don't, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's it. I mean, I but, see both sides of it. I oh, see absolutely. where there hasn't been fairness in the music industry, but also at the same time, like, I want to be number one because I rightfully deserve to be number one. Yeah. Not because I am a female, I should be number one. But for, I mean, but you have to admit, 14 out of 100, yeah. I mean, that's, that, there, there's absolutely no reason that there's, that right now, that when you look at the charts, that only more than a dozen are female. Yeah. Like that, to me, that, that is extremely surprising. And that's something that I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But that is just, that that is a little too lopsided for me. I also though, I'm like Nicki Minaj is fine, what whatever, but I'm not one of her biggest fans in the world or anything. Yeah, and so I I just find her whiny when it comes to her albums. She's like, this should be this. You know, this is number one. Well, no, it landed as number two. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. That's how I perceive it don't want to make anybody mad but that, that's just how I see it. I feel like she gets very whiny when it comes to her music well and I I completely I I think she has a point and something that I also think she has a point in was when she was talking about the charts because and I don't just so everyone understands the way that billboard charts works it's based on radio airplay it's based on uh, album sales and now in 2018 it is also based on streaming, streaming. it's based on Apple it's based on Spotify so, I mean, for Spotify to possibly pull out a really big promotion, 
that's a huge deal. And that's obviously money for her, too. Well, and again, playing devil's advocate, it makes me wonder if there was some sort of agreement with Spotify. Like, I would love to know what the technicalities of it were. If it was like, we are releasing your song at noon, you know, you are not allowed in your contract to say anything or post anything or do anything prior to that. I, I'm just curious because... Not, and it's not like also like Spotify didn't know that she's had her own channel on Apple for a while right. now. So, you know, whether, again, it was breach of contract and she did something she wasn't supposed to do and, and that's what kind of, you know, caused the problem. But, I mean, it just... I mean, there's a million different aspects. It also made me really think about what artists have to do and how much they have to work because there's, you know, it's not like it's just radio and album sales anymore. Right. There are so many other things that they have to to worry about and that they have to you know hustle if they do want to sell millions and millions of albums not everyone can date a jenner that's true and just instantly have that mean they're going to sell a million albums and have that kind of exposure yeah you know and i i think she's kind of right with that too that i mean but it just means that she you know yeah she has to work five well, times as hard as him tell her that rob is single Oh my gosh, it's is really not even? that difficult. I don't even know if she's single anymore. No idea. I don't know. Again, not a Minaj fan. Hmm. I think but her anyways. stuff is okay, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm one of those people. I like some of the uh, the first stuff when she first came out, but yeah, I think she kind of went away for a little bit, and but yeah, oh well. Mm-hmm. But then it was really awkward because <laughs> she was at the VMAs Monday night along with Travis Scott. He was also there performing. Yeah. And his and the big thing that was supposed to be I, I saw something on BuzzFeed that was like top twenty most awkward things at the VMAs or something <laughs> like that. And it was amazing. And one of them a lot of it was um a lot of stuff with Nicki Minaj. Like people were really bashing her. And then they said which uh, I don't know. I mean Travis Scott did get number one. You know, so he, you know, he he won like album of the year or something like that. And uh, in his performance at the very end, he said something about Astro World number one or something like that. And they were like, "Ooh, that's a dig towards Nicki Minaj because she didn't win. I'm like, "Okay." (laughs) He also might have been really excited because he just won album of the year. Yeah. And I mean, and because, yes, it is number one. Yeah. But in kind of shifting to the VMAs, I don't I kind of flipped on it a couple of times sort of flipped through but really didn't watch it i watched a couple of performances online you know the next day Mm -hmm. but i didn't actually watch the vmas oh my gosh i didn't watch the vmas either because i mean let's be honest we're in our 30s why are we watching the vmas um all of the people on there are like in their early 20s or like they're teenagers they're all babies i don't like i don't understand i'm like who is that i don't know (laughs) who you are um however i did watch the next day um the jennifer lopez performance Ooh, oh my gosh it was so good and she answered the question that is just a tale as old as time what happened to Jaw Rule? <laughs> and Jaw Rule is alive and kicking, and he sounds exactly the same, and he looks exactly the same, and he still got it. Oh my gosh, when they came out and he sang real. <sighs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it made my teenage heart just so 
happy. It's like 2003 all over again. Oh, I was so excited. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't handle it. I fangirled so hard. And I was super proud of myself because, again, like, I remember when she had, like, On the Six, like, mm-hmm. that album. Yeah. And it was, you know, Jenny from the Block and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was really proud of myself because there was only one song I didn't know. <laughs> Probably like one of the newer random ones. I was like, oh, I'm still cool. I don't know this one. I mean, I don't know as far as that. But <laughs> I felt really cool. And I was really excited to see Ja Rule. See, and I I didn't watch a performance, but I saw a ton of like gifts and memes. This is like one of these beautiful places where my love of pop culture and sports oh. sort of intersects. Because she's dating Alex Rodriguez. Oh my gosh, he she's was so A-Rod. happy, and he like there are all of these like pictures and oh. memes of him like recording her and taking you know pictures like of her like you know her best side and oh my gosh, everything was like you know it was get yourself a boyfriend who looks at you like Arod uh, looks at J Lo exactly 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 exactly. Oh my gosh, it was so cute. He was just recording yep. and he had this enormous smile on his face and he like it was one of those that almost looked like the camera guy like panned over and was like, "Oh, A-Rod. Oh, oh he really okay. He's we're, really we're gonna, into it. We're going to go back to that. We're going to go back to that." And then and like, they did a lot. Yeah, and so after saw. that, they just kept going back to him. <laughs> and he just I mean, he almost looked like you'll have to watch it because I don't know if it was just my Poor broken heart just needed to see love flourish or what. But he even looked like he had like bubbles in his eyes. Like he was so incredibly proud of her. I am also an over emotional woman. So I don't know. I I could have been imagining that. But it, oh, it was so good. I just loved it. And that woman, she's in her early 40s, right? I think she's in her late 40s. I Is thought she was closer to 50s. Okay. But whatever. Doesn't matter. Can't she's, tell. Still, <clears throat> she's amazing. She still has this amazing body. She's still an amazing dancer. Yep. Like, she has not lost from her, like, what was it, the Fly Girl days? Yeah. Yeah. In Living Color? In Living Color. She has, or Selena? Or, yeah. She has not skipped a beat. J-Lo, I love you. No. Absolutely. Absolutely love. 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 J-Lo. But not so much love for the MTV VMAs. Apparently the show, um, of course, it was on MTV. But now uh, they actually broadcast it also on, like, you know, simulcast on VH1, Comedy Central, and I think even Nickelodeon. Really? It's on all of these stations now. Yeah, to obviously bring in as big oh. of an audience as possible. But um, apparently... <laughs> Somebody probably tuned in and was like, where's Teen Mom? I know. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Wait, why does MTV have music on here? That's I, weird. <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, apparently it saw a 10% decline in the key demo of 1849 compared to last year. It had a total viewership of only 5.2 million. And last year, the VMAs were actually up against Game of Thrones. So (laughs) to be still down this year, and they also, they moved it from Sunday nights to Monday nights. It was Monday night this year. Because you and I talked about that. We were like, wait a minute, did we miss it? Did we mess it up? What happened? Are you playing it again? I don't understand what's going on. No, well, and that's, it's funny you bring that up because usually they like keep it on a constant loop for like days. Mm. I don't think they've done that this year Mm -mm. because there really, there wasn't, anything back to regularly scheduled programming yeah there really wasn't anything to talk about there wasn't any kind of you know buzz afterwards it was you know back to catfishing baby mamas and jersey shore (laughs) pretty much (laughs) 
Jersey <laughs> Jersey Shore family reunion and and the usual programming. Yeah, I'm surprised it's lasted this long. To be I honest, I agree. I'm I'm really surprised that it has last that it's lasted this long. That's kind of sad. I'm curious what the VMAs and the the comparison to the the movie awards that they oh, do. I yeah. would love to see what the that comparison is. Yeah, that's another one that because they do. I can't remember when they do their their movie and well they also changed remember they changed that this past year to be um movie and tv right so i'm assuming probably not very well yeah but the big and the big thing is obviously how much money does it bring in how much advertising are they are they selling and true you know i don't maybe they're still somehow raking in cash for it but maybe it's not something where they're bringing in huge stars and and things like that like they used to so i don't know that's true because <clears throat> when I was looking uh, during the JLo performance, um, they did a pan of like who was like mm-hmm. front of like right in front of the stage, yeah. and there were a, a few people that I recognized. It yeah. wasn't, and I mean, one of, like two of those people being Kylie Jenner and yeah. Travis Scott. Because yeah. they made a big stink because everybody stood up during JLo's performance and yeah. they sat the whole time. Oh jeez. And but then they got up at the end. But also at the same time their whole section was sitting down. Like yeah. it was a whole big thing Weird. that they were yeah. like, Ooh, is there drama? I was like, No, they no. were sitting down, they're tired. They didn't know if they should sit or stand. Sometimes you're in situations where that's kind of an awkward thing as an audience. Yeah. It's like it's uh, called okay. they were being humans. Okay, other people around me aren't standing, so I'm not going to or they're standing, so I am going to stand. Yeah. But yeah, I think probably the only reason JLo was there was because she won the Vanguard oh, Award. Absolutely. That's that's the absolute only reason. But yeah, I mean it isn't the usuals that you would think would be there, like, you know, Taylor Swift Beyonce. or a Beyonce or Ed Sheeran or, you know, Lady Gaga. I mean, I don't know if they're ever going to bring that crowd in again. Yeah. So They're if, they're more of a Grammys crowd. Yeah. And if you can't then <laughs> No one's really going to watch. No. Even if you, you know, have it, you know, chuckle at performances, it's still, no one's going to watch. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Well, and also speaking of TV, the longest running multi-camera sitcom in TV history is coming to an end. Uh, Yesterday, it was announced that The Big Bang Theory is going to sign off after the end of its 12th season, which starts this September. That's exciting. You know, I'm kind of surprised, but at the same time, I'm not. I mean, 12 seasons. I'm, I'm surprised, yeah. I'm surprised it's honestly ran this long. I am too. It ran longer than Friends. Yeah. Uh, Jim Parsons, a.k.a. Sheldon, uh, he said that he was especially grateful to the show's crew and writers. He said, I feel grateful to our crew, many, many, many of whom who have been with us since day one and who are the people who bring a sense of steadiness and dependability. I'm grateful to all the writers on our show, those with us now and those who have come and gone because without them there would literally there would literally be no big bang theory at all but the source actually told entertainment weekly not exactly sure how legit this is uh that the show is coming to an end because parsons uh wanted to leave and he has not addressed that report publicly I, you know i could see that being a thing i could see him being like okay i'm sick of playing because after so long you're pigeonholed into this character yeah Yeah. but he was smart and he started young sheldon yeah and he's the voiceover for that yeah 
Like, he doesn't appear in it. He's just the voiceover. And then he also was in a Broadway play. Mm -hmm. I want to say with Neil Patrick Harris. I could be wrong, but I know it was, like, some big-name people, and he was on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, but I could see after being, like, doing this for 12 years, like, granted, yes, it's exciting, and it's fun. You have such a cult following of it. Yeah. But being like, okay, I'm sick of playing, you know, the nerdy Sheldon, who's a yeah astrophysicist or whatever he is, yeah. and I want to expand and grow as an actor. I, yeah. I can see that. And they've also, oh, actually, I should take that back. I wanted to say a lot of them have had success off of the show but i feel like kaylee cuoco she's done some stuff she's been off in movies of the show she's been yeah. in movies she is in one of my favorite lifetime movies ever <laughs> was this pre big bang or after during i mean during during oh really she yes. did lifetime during that she did oh it was amazing i'm pretty sure it was during i mean it's <laughs> been out in the past 12 years so yeah probably it is anyway it is about drew peterson and she plays Stacy Peterson. Is this the one, the one Rob that, Lowe where Rob Lowe yes. plays? <laughs> and it's amazing. I love it. Oh because my gosh. Rob Lowe has a terrible Chicago accent. <laughs> this is so terrible. And and Kaylee Cuoco plays Stacy Peterson, oh the one that gets murdered. Oh god. If you haven't seen it, tune in. Can we please get through one of these podcasts without you talking about murder? No. <sighs> Why? Why? Because. We almost made it. We almost made it. So close. But, I mean, the hilarious thing is I knew <clears throat> exactly what you were talking about when you started. It's a good movie. When you started saying that, I'm like, oh, it's the one with Rob Lowe. It is the one with Rob Lowe. I actually didn't realize that she was in that. She is. Well, oh. she said that uh, her the quote from her is that her heart is broken into two and that she was drowning in tears. And she promised fans, though, that the show will go out with a bang. Huh. So but I mean, it, I'm sure the entire cast, they've been doing this for, you know, like you said, 12 years. It, you imagine they'd be yeah. ready to move I, on. Yeah, to kind of segue into something different. And yeah. also, I will say this. I cannot wait to see what, was his name? John Galecki? Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. I can't wait to see what he does next because I have said this before and I will say it again. He is one of the most intelligent people in Hollywood because he has not been in a lot of stuff, but yep. everything that he has been in has been gold. Yep. He was in Vegas Vacation, or no, Christmas Vacation. Yep. He was in Roseanne. And Big Bang Theory. Yep. I mean, just, I'm sure the money that he got in residuals, residuals? From, <gasps> from syndication for Roseanne and for <gasps> Big Bang. I mean, he has to be, I'm, I'm assuming, one of the well, wealthiest actors. Ian, hello, Chris's vacation? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's going to be cool to see what, what they all do. I mean, these, I, I don't know, like, some of the other characters, but obviously Johnny Glucky, Kaylee Cuoco, even um, Mayan Bialik, they've all done acting they've all done stuff before mm-hmm. they did before Big during Theory. and they will after yeah so it's going to be interesting to see it's going to be interesting to see um if johnny glucky goes back to the connors and if he does whatever they're going to do with roseanne because well i don't know if they're going to do anything are they they're supposed to they're going to possibly i thought i read that they're going to do something without her allie's making up stuff now i don't think so <laughs> 
I mean, maybe, but I don't I mean, I hope so. that they do just because that had, again, it talk about a cult following. Yeah. I mean, that. And also a really great cast of actors. Oh, that, absolutely. I mean, that have um, amazing resumes. Absolutely. So, but, you know, maybe that will open the door for him to do. Any of them can pretty much do whatever they want at this point. Oh, for sure. It's like, eh. But the one, what, what, what I can never pronounce her name, but she's. Mayim. Yeah. Miley. Yeah. Amy Farrah uh, Yes. Amy oh, Farrah Fowler. Love her. I mean, she's legitimately like a physicist. Mm-hmm. She so, like what, went to USC, has yeah. like a PhD. Yeah. Like she's legit. Like that is what she does. Yeah. And she just does acting on the side, which is hysterical. So she, maybe she's like, yeah, I guess I'll go I'll put go the lab, ca- lab coat back on. Yeah. I'll go back. I'll be a professor, do something else. Yeah. But, and it also will be interesting to see if randomly, because can't imagine that they're not going to try another spinoff. Well, I feel like Young Sheldon is a spinoff. It doesn't mean you can't do another one. Well, that's true. Because both of those have been successful. I mean, well, obviously Big Bang Theory is successful, but yeah. But Young Sheldon's been successful, so yeah. why wouldn't they try to do that? Yeah. So that'll, it's going to be interesting to see. But also with that news, it was fun to start thinking about shows that went on for too long. Shows that I like that I'm like, you know, I really could have like oh, ended at season yeah. season six. <clears throat> and I was kind of going back and thinking about shows that I was like, yeah, could have been done a long time ago. I think Friends could have ended earlier. Really? Oh, yeah. We didn't need the whole Rachel and Joey. Like it just, mm, no. There's a lot that show went into. I think it could have ended earlier. That was my opinion. I thought <laughs> that Gossip Girl could have ended earlier. Yeah, for sure. That Breaking Bad could have ended earlier. And the number one one... How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, 100% agree with that. That one went Breaking on. Breaking Bad, I have tried to watch a thousand times, and I uh, we've officially lost every listener we ever had that w- watched Breaking Bad. I have tried a million times to start that show, and I can never get through the first season, and then I stop because I just can't anymore. Yeah. And everybody says, get through the first season, get through the first season. But I can't. I can't deal with it. Um, I would say... Oh, gosh. If I had to think about it, I think Mindy Project went on too long. Yeah, and that was one that I think it's hard for some shows when they bounce from, like, okay, we're going to, like, Scrubs was the same thing where it was, like, it was on this network for so long, and then it moved to another network basically to end. And that's kind of what the Mindy Project did. It, like, went to Hulu to basically wrap things up. Right. So it could have an ending. Right. I think Scrubs kind of did that also when when it moved. But... I don't know. I'm trying to think of show- like I'm sure if we weren't recording right now, I'd be able to rattle off like a million shows that I think you're gonna think of stuff of. tonight, though. Yeah, and it's gonna make me mad, and I'm gonna be like, we have to go back in the studio. I just thought of stuff, but, but I that's the big one that popped in my head was Mindy Project. Yeah, that should have ended a long time ago. How I Met Your Mother was one that you know, and I know like shows like Friends or even Breaking Bad, like they probably went on. I mean, they were cash cows. They made so much money, and and you know, why are you gonna end? something when it's you know on top yeah but you know it's it you know it's about money but sometimes the creative process ends up taking a toll and it's like i don't like this storyline why are you doing this just to drag well, out another season and that's I what like I'm, this. I'm thinking now that i'm thinking of it like i love the office i love love, love the office however like when uh steve carell left that yeah. was tough because when they had will ferrell and that kind of flopped and then they were trying to like yeah, James Spader. Do, yeah, they had so I mean, it just it was straight. And when James Spader was on it, oh, it was so creepy. I mean, that was his job to be this really eccentric boss that like 
yeah. live this strange kind of dark bohemian lifestyle. It was very, I, I don't even know how, if I'm describing it correctly, but um, <laughs> it was just weird. And every time he would come on screen, I'm like, ugh, I'm like physically uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> ugh. Um, but also the same with like Parks and Rec. Like Parks and Rec was trying to figure out a way to tie a nice bow onto yeah. it. But they've also said if they got the opportunity for a reboot, they would do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, at, and obviously Gilmore Girls, that came back. There was a reboot yeah. of that because the creator didn't get the ending she originally wanted. Yeah. So, I mean, you Which, know. then she gets the ending that she wants and she messed it up. She needs to go back to the drawing book. We need another, I like, need another season. Quote, unquote, four seasons. Or yeah. Or however you want to say it. Yeah. yeah. we definitely need another one because I, 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 I need to know more about Gilmore Girls, not, you know, to give things away. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of interesting to think about other shows. I'm like, oh, you know. I know one. True Blood. You know, I that when I was reading an article, a lot of people said Dexter, a lot of people said True Blood. Those are ones that they also felt yeah. and Lost. That was another one they felt that went on for too long. For those of you that watched Lost, that was another one. Yeah. But now I'm thinking of stuff. I know. But no matter what, I will just never forgive people for the way How I Met Your Mother ended. Yeah. Oh, that was still awful. one of my least favorite TV show endings of all time. I know. I remember I was so excited that that like I, I watched it live because I was like, oh, I yep. want to experience this yep. moment. And I like I remember the very end of it. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was weird because there was obviously it was like working backwards. And so there were, you know, right. I'm sorry for spoiler alerts. But, you know, we we knew that what was going to happen to the mom. Right. Like we know that this stuff happens like before the last season. It, yeah. It, yeah. So that kind of spoiled some of it. But yeah, I no, no, I still that's what I want to reboot of. I want to change for that. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah, now now the rest of the day, I'm just going to be thinking about all of these shows. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting at my desk, and you're just going to, like, randomly oh, shout I'm out. Oh, just going to shout out stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to shout random shows at you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in again to the podcast. And, of course, we'll be back again next week. And you can always listen to us online at newsgazette.com. And on iTunes, uh, if you search us for News Gazette, the podcast. Woohoo! And, and come right up. And also follow us on social media at Aw the Popcast. The Popcast. A W the Popcast. Yep. Woohoo! Well, thank you so much again, guys. I'm Allie. I'm Whitney. We'll talk to you later. Bye.